I was just informing Evan of our uh, icebreaker event, which my idea was that all of the small con pod group would get thrown into a battle royale scenario in real life. Um, but I mean, it could be kind of gamified, if you will. But basically, what would the theme be? And then who all would win or who would win? And then how would each of the rest of us be eliminated? Like, what would be the most likely way for each of us to be eliminated? I have the answer. The, I have the correct answer. <laughs> well, good. Nick, identity theft. So Nick wins, and you are eliminated via identity theft, or he wins Correct. because of identity theft. He. So so my first answer was Nick, since because beheading, but I was like that's that's a little too direct for Nick. That'd be easy for Nick to just you know all of us. Okay. So, and, and, you know, there's the chance where one of us might be able to, you know, there's five, four of us, I can't count. There's four of us, one of him, one of us might be able to sneak around behind him and, you know, whatever. So instead, what Nick does is he uses his superior tactics to steal our identities, use them to get us into some really weird shit. And then those things just take care of us for him. So he doesn't actually have to lift a finger and whatever gangs or mafia or, you know, whoever we piss off, they take care of us instead of Nick. Okay. So you're, I, I mean, this is interesting because this is bringing up questions that I never would have even thought to pose. Like, so are the, you know, in your, in your battle Royale, we're assuming that like, there's still the entire other population around us kind of in play if you will oh like, yeah yeah this is so yeah, oh like, yeah okay. all the npcs are still here <laughs> okay kill us. interesting <laughs> okay yes this is like turning into the matrix here like i feel like i'm gonna get knifed by an <laughs> old lady at nick's behest <laughs> like this is like um uh those um uh you know those games where you um, you know, like you have like zombies and non-zombies and you have to, you know, they have, uh, you have, you can't get tagged, right? Or, or like hit by anything. And if you do, you're out. Right. And you don't know who they are or where they could be, you know, and they're just normal people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, that's the real life scenario, except instead of zombies and pretend it's who knows who and real life. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like that. Like, honestly, the more you describe this, the more the idea of a battle royale game that has like a, like a simulated population in it that's just like a bunch of NPCs. Like that idea is really growing on me now. Like, I kind of like the idea of it just being like GTA or something, except also there's all of the players 
like competing at the same time. So there'd be like that element of trying to conceal yourself as just a normal, you know, NPC going about your, your daily routine or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then actually, you know, you might be, you're, you're one of the players and trying to eliminate all the others. So that's, yeah, that would be an interesting theme for a battle royale. Like, I, for my own, like, this this all originated because I was trying to think of, like, I was like, you know what, if a battle royale was real, like, I know how I'm going to die. So I guess <laughs> I could start that. Like, I won't win, first of all. I know that. I'm not going to win. And I will die because it's going to be one of those battle royales where you have a bunch of different biomes, like, jammed together on one map. And I'm going to find a vehicle and I'm going to be driving along the coast. Like, it's always on an island, first of all. So I'm going to be driving along the coast of the island, and I'm going to hit the winter biome, and I'm going to forget to, like, break in time to stop, uh, and I'm totally just going to slide, like, right off a road. Like, I'm going to get hit, like, icy road conditions. Uh, I'm not going to be paying attention and driving properly, and I'm totally going to fly off into the ocean. And so I will so, eliminate myself from the battle royale. In a battle out. royale, yep. Between the five of us, you are going to die by texting, uh, sure. And driving, yeah. It's it's going to be a vehicle <laughs> related. I'll be death. distracted. I'll be a distracted driver. Yep. I would. Are you millennial. It's it's literally going to come down to like it's only a matter of how long it takes me to find the vehicle, and I will take the vehicle <laughs> because are you kidding me? I'm not going to run around the island on foot. So, yep. I would that's probably how I starve to death because in battle royales I tend to usually hide, and <laughs> you guys would never find me, and then I would just die. <laughs> you'd be like you would find like the perfect like sniping spot and you would just be like hiding and you know occasionally looking around for loot and, and then, then just no one shows never up venture out to the grocery store. <laughs> I just, or i just get sunburned and die <laughs> i like how nick is just silently in agreement that he's going to win apparently Oh, I was busy signing you guys up for the French Foreign Legion. <laughs> wow. God damn it! Told you. I mean, I got the recruitment letter, but I totally crashed and died on my way to, like, report for duty. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so that is, this is Small Constellation, the video games podcast where we talk about only video games. Um, sorry I'm late tonight, uh, boys. Uh, I was bu- busy, uh, killing Seymour. Uh, Seymour Butts? Uh, yeah. Um, that would be a fitting name for him, but no, uh, his name is Seymour Guado. <laughs> from the very lovely and aptly named town of Guado Salam. I was playing Final Fantasy X. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was just like I was gonna I was like rolling through the Rolodex <laughs> of possibilities there and that was um, never gonna yeah, come it, up. I so. I forgot I knew that the boss battle was coming up and I was more excited to like you know continue the storyline for my wife because she's been watching me play this game. Um and just and did not pay attention to the time. 
and I'm ignoring that comment. And uh, it was I thought it would be kind of straightforward and I forgot that there was like a mechanic to it. So you've got the main boss and then you've got two side characters that are sort of like, I don't know, they're guardians, if you will, of the main character. And before at the beginning of the battle, the main guy casts shell. So your physical attacks do very little damage. I'm sorry, your magical attacks do very little damage. And then his two henchmen uh, cast Protect, so that anytime you try to attack the main guy with a physical attack, they jump in and, like, you know, get down, Mr. President, and you attack them instead. But then, if you ever, if they ever take damage, they do they have an auto ability like a like a um like a counterattack but what it is is they just have like an endless supply of high potions that restores them a thousand hp every time they get hit none of my abilities do a thousand damage so i'm caught in this loop of not being able to kill them and it was and then every once in a while i could you know whittle down the guy the the main guy with magic and then one of the guys would throw him a, a high potion. I'm like, well, fuck. So I had to look it up because I just had forgotten. Um, I didn't have um, any abilities unlocked yet for the characters that I needed them to that could, you know, like dispel the magic that they were using. So I had to come up with uh, another way of beating them. Um, so it took me a second longer than I had expected. I feel like in in any RPG like that, like a, a traditional like turn based RPG, I don't know. Like on a logical level, I understand that it should seem perfectly fair that enemies can heal themselves, given that I'm you know like guzzling health potions and like just running through all my rations like it's the last bag of beef jerky on the planet. But like. It just, uh, it, it, it's always, it just always feels so unfair when like the enemies bust well, out their healing. I'm going to say that, that it's because they usually have a, a greater health pool than you do. And I guess that's true. You know, they have different skills and abilities than you do. And they generally hurt more because they want you, you know, you know, you have to do strategy to, you know, for these more difficult boss battles. But then they go and sort of, you know, do the same thing you're doing with all of that still installed. I think that that's that's how they just add a little bit of, you know, that extra um, difficulty to it. Mm -hmm. I think as humans, we're just prone to immediately like lash out and be like that's that's so unfair like even though it's like you were benefiting from those same advantages i want to be advantage not the other example you should be suppressed like the other example for me is like when i like i've noticed this a lot because i've been playing a lot of XCOM lately and it's like i remember reading that they quite literally behind the scenes give you a higher likelihood of landing shots than the percentage that they report to you. Like they basically every time you line up a shot in XCOM, like it's turn-based and it'll say like, you've got a 67% chance of hitting this shot. When in reality, 
it's actually a higher percentage than that because they've re- like they've recognized that players get frustrated like missing like a 67% chance to hit shot even though you still have you know like a whole there's a like basically a one in 3 chance that you're going to miss that and and players basically drastically overestimate how well they should be doing relative to just the hard numbers and so in order to make it feel about right they re- they actually have a much better accuracy hmm. than what they report to you that you have and i thought that was really interesting i was like because yeah, as a game designer yeah like what it really boils down to is all how it kind of feels so to the player not necessarily what the hard numbers so tyler say. what you're telling me is that sometimes there are things in reality that we think are one way. <sighs> Shut up. That was so gonna be it was gonna be so good. <laughs> I was gonna say I was I was all I was just gonna let you go for it. I was like, that's so smooth. Well well earned transition. Uh so so uh there are some things in the world that we think should be but that actually aren't, in fact, that way. Uh, okay. Correct. Well, you know, sir. that sounds like, you know, <laughs> there might be some sort of uh, effect or uh, phenomenon or something that would encompass that feeling. It's the mass effect. <laughs> <laughs> All that dark matter. All right. Well, that's going to be the episode name is the mass effect. Um, <laughs> my ass effect. Uh, no, so we decided that we would deep dive into the Mandela effect, um, and ruin your childhood. Are we not doing Tyler's icebreaker? We just did. Uh, yeah, I kind of assumed that. I mean, since we were recording all of that, I mean, I was like, I was like, man, Evan's not chiming uh, in. <laughs> I didn't know we were recording. That. <laughs> Rules are always changing when it comes to our podcast. Pretty much. We like to shake things up here all at right, SmallCon. Evan, would you like to to add anything to our icebreaker? <laughs> we'll we'll pause the I show. Mean, <laughs> I mean, in in my mind, the the battle royale that we all died in was a great british bake-off themed <laughs> contest to the death i oh, i was so hoping somebody would mention like a food evan's one. gonna kick that's, our that's ass perfect. in that like, situation um, i was gonna say maybe i'm changing my vote if that's i don't know is. nick is still good with knives so <laughs> well, yeah that's that i was thinking you know Brandon gets eliminated because his pie has a soggy bottom. Just can't redeem it. Wow. So he's <laughs> dropped in a, a shark tank and eaten. That's uh, a super. I mean, is that a fat joke? My pie has a soggy bottom. It's too wet. <laughs> the, cr- the crust doesn't crust. <laughs> it's got to be dry. <laughs> You well, maybe I should use some of that gold bond. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, but not too much. Or you'll make yourself sicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I so hate yeah, my Brandon, own self. I smell bad. Brandon is eliminated via soggy bottom. <laughs> Jared burns his to death, so he gets you know shoved in an oven and, and oh. 
Ooh, okay. broiled. He gets Goes broiled at 500 degrees. <laughs> wow, Kelvin. I see we've gone with the Willy Wonka <laughs> route over here, apparently. Um, Tyler, if anything, I think Tyler's like when he takes like you know the tin off, it, the cake just kind of you know falls apart, and it's just very raw in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's fair. That's not fair. sure what kind of fate would correlate with that, but you know, there you go. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I left out the yes. eggs in the batter, you yes. know, so it just it like stabilize. it turns into. Fun yep. fact: I learned from a friend that the. Uh, if you're in dire need of, of, you know, making a cake and you don't have eggs, the protein in your blood is structurally similar enough that you can substitute blood for egg and it'll work. It's just going to taste really irony. <laughs> Only blood? <laughs> Only blood. Uh, <laughs> okay, well. It doesn't work with what you're thinking. Uh, after midnight, come over to, our, to Tyler's OnlyFans page where he starts cooking with his own blood. <laughs> I don't like the fact that, like, Brandon and Tyler are out in this scenario because their cooking was terrible, and I die in an oven. (laughs) (laughs) You died because you weren't watching your timing, and it didn't go well. I I mean, does it make you feel better if the penalty for my my cake falling apart is that I'm then drawn and quartered? (laughs) I mean, I guess... (laughs) It opens up a black black hole void and just sucks you in. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> I think that I would take sharks over an oven uh, death, but mine's just going to be painful too. <laughs> Chances are I'll actually I'll, I'll, now, I'll drown I, before I bleed to death. I do like the black hole idea, Jared, because the technical term for that is spaghettification. There you go. Food related. <laughs> I totally planned that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as, I think as far Nick and I would make it to the final, but Nick took a risk and used rose water to flavor something. And so now it just tastes like potpourri. So as punishment, he, you know, he gets, you know, suffocated by pollen. So sorry. <laughs> um, Severe allergic <laughs> reaction. He's just standing there and just a, a, a pile of pollen. You just see a cloud of yellow, and then Nick's just laying on the floor. Oh, you want. Yeah, that might actually cause me to develop allergies. Um, oh, looking okay. at humble bragging so, over there. We don't have so if, if we're all making our own universe, uh, <laughs> then mine would be we're in a, a big, big open white room. I'm thinking of like. Um, uh, Janet's void. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, words keep popping up all over the just just <laughs> randomly over the place. And every time one of you reads, actually understand, like under, like comprehends what the word means, you die. And since <laughs> I can't read, I win. <laughs> rigged, rigged battle royale. <laughs> That's the only way I'm gonna win. Yeah, well, it, so here's my battle royale. It's uh, it's a battle royale where uh, if your name isn't Tyler, <laughs> you die. Uh, well, Nate's stealing all of our identities, um, so he can just so. make his name Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, he wins even in this reality. No, yours would be um, you talk about Witcher nonstop and everybody drinks themselves into a coma. <laughs> 
Now, oh dang it! Now I do kind of actually. Actually, I do. I want to take that. <laughs> yep. I want to do our battle royale is last man standing in a drinking oh, contest boy. because honestly, I would just like to know who would win. <laughs> um, oh, I well, I I don't really know how much. I mean, you know, Nick makes his own mead, so I don't know how much he drinks of it necessarily, and how much he's just like making it and like tasting it and giving it away and stuff. But I don't really know my limit because I've never really tested it. <laughs> and I do know that I'm kind of a lightweight now because I haven't, you know, I don't drink as much anymore. But mm-hmm. I think that I'm fatter than all of you. So I could probably hold my own just by that. Um <laughs> And see, that's why. See, I, that's why I'd be curious. Is because I, it really would. Like, I don't know enough about it personally to know how much of a difference you know that would that would make. Like, I'd be, I would be inclined to think that you know, you're just your your height and body weight. Like, since I'm probably probably on the smaller side in our group, I honestly would probably. I feel like I'd be done pretty quick. <laughs> I would probably get bloated before anything else happened because I only like sugary drinks and I would (laughs) I physically could not drink anymore. I I was gonna say I am gonna guess if I if I would have to say I would guess Jared would get eliminated first, but that would just be my my guess. It depends on what we're drinking, because if it's if it's rum, I'm good, but tequila Um if we all drink wine, um I would annoy you guys to death, so then then I would win. Um because Well, yeah, I think suicide <laughs> is a viable I mean, uh, <laughs> means of failure. I mean, you remember room. last time I well, was I, drunk on I wine? Knew. <laughs> I nearly have enough five-gallon carboys for one of e- for each. Oh God! So Nick oh, wants goodness. to try this next time. We get <laughs> well, he's already stolen our identities, so he just wants to take care of the rest. Okay, so so we're gonna be baking, drinking, and reading. Apparently, the next time we have a get together. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of things that uh, aren't the way that they really are in real life, record scratch. <laughs> um, You're probably wondering how we got here. You're just you're just misremembering <laughs> the order of these events, everyone. They actually we discussed all of this at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, so the Surprise. Mandela effect. Um, <laughs> who's got something? Well, maybe we should tell our audience why it's called the Mandela effect before we, you know, or define um, what it okay, is. Okay, so uh, careful, we'd be in danger of being um, educational at that point. <laughs> A lot of people thought. I'm, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, because actually I want to make sure that I actually think that I know it. Um, so Nelson Mandela, a mm-hmm. lot of people thought he died, but he was still alive and kicking. Uh, and so they named this effect after him, which is um, something that you have, like a, a large populace has a vivid memory of, and that vivid memory is completely just a falsification 
yeah it's just yes. yeah, yeah so just like fabricated um, essentially yeah i mean one of the most obvious ones or one of the ones that people have heard the most um the berenstein bears yeah um <laughs> i have always called it the berenstein bears um and if you actually look it up it's berenstein it's s t a i n and most people think it's like berenstein i say it's steen I don't know why I always mm-hmm. said it's Steen, but it's S-T-E-I-N. A lot of people think that it's that, but it's wrong. It's Stain. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like an important component of this is the, if, I mean, you, you basically explained it, but it's just the idea that, like, this is something that's so pervasive. Like, it's so much a part of almost what we consider to be kind of like the collective consciousness of the population. It's like the kind of thing you could go out and, like you could write it or say it to somebody and they wouldn't think twice about it. Like you, and the Berenstain Bears one is one that I feel like a lot of people have heard because, because I'm in that same boat. Like I could have sworn until I, you know, actually went back and looked at the books and, and, or looked at stuff online that, yeah, it was Berenstain, B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, Berenstein, Stain, bears as opposed to just being barren stain <laughs> like a shirt stain mm-hmm. bears um and yeah so that one's to- i'm totally on board with an- that one that one another really common Got one me. is the type of peanut butter uh apparently a lot of people think mm-hmm. that there is a type of peanut butter called jiffy uh j-i-f-f-y so if you walked up to say my favorite peanut butter mm-hmm. is jiffy people would go oh yeah yeah, I love Jiffy. I have or Jiffy maybe, in, my, in my house. Maybe someone is innovative and has combined Jiff and Skippy peanut butters, and that actually is their favorite. Um, uh, <laughs> Jiff peanut butter is the reason why uh, animated memes are called GIFs. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I, well, I, and Jared brings up a good point in all of these. Like part of part of what makes these so interesting to me is I like to try and figure out like okay, why do we believe something is the way it is? And, like, some of these I feel like do have a good explanation. Like, like that is a really good example. Like, personally, I never had the whole the Jiffy versus Jiff one. For me, it was always, like, I just knew that one was Jiff. So that one didn't, you know, trigger me, I guess, feeling like at the Mandela effect. But I can absolutely see why somebody would just, in their memory or kind of, like, subconsciously, like, combine Skippy and Jiff and get Jiffy. So, like that one makes sense. Or their brain is just borrowing from the ga- the Jiffy Lube service station yeah. chain. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Yeah. So, like that's Evan, that's one. Did you that totally have one? Sense. I think I cut you off earlier. Uh, well, the I don't know the fir- the most or at least the, the 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 phenomenon that you know exposed me to the Mandela effect was that um, everyone has a member or a lot of people. Um, that grew up in the 90s have a memory of the comedian Sinbad playing a genie in some movie, but no one can find this movie anywhere. And even Sinbad himself has come out and said, no, I never played a genie in a movie. Um, and most people think it's there. There's like a, like he did, he did dress up in like a genie like costume for another movie, but it was about like pirates or something. Um, plus, you had the like actually like Sinbad oh. pirate. Um, plus, plus there was the yeah. Shaquille O'Neal Shazam movie. 
Um, so I think I just right? saw. Yeah, Flames. yeah, I just saw yeah. a one. I was looking this up, and it wasn't Shazam. It was Kazam. Yeah, that's the one with Shaq. Oh yeah, that's it too. Yeah. But at that time, Sinbad was in a lot of kids' movies, like the first kid, I think, was one, and yeah, oh yeah, Sinbad was. Like so like you could see how those memories would just kind of form together, and like, yep, that's one. Yeah, and, and that's that's the explanation for that one that makes the most like that's I guess what I was that I was trying to think of the movie and you got it with Kazam and I think that's that's probably what I was thinking of but yeah it's Shaquille O'Neal so um I, another one that like got me which is pretty crazy is because like and this is another pretty popular one um and some of you guys being Star Wars fans like myself, you might have also wondered about this one, but CP, uh, C-3PO having a silver mm-hmm. leg. Um, that was one that I totally, in probably my 20s, I was re-watching the Star Wars movies and literally on my own discovered this before I'd even really thought about the Mandela effect or heard this, but I had to literally do a double take and be like, wow, what a weird change. <laughs> in this version of the movie they gave c-3po a silver leg like and it wasn't like it wasn't for me it wasn't unprecedented because i you know i'd seen like the prequels when i was a kid and so you know i remember like oh yeah like c-3po had like all kinds of weird different parts and stuff and then going back as an adult and like rewatching these in my 20s i was like what the heck did he always have a silver leg and and so for me that was one of those like what i love about the mandel effect is it literally it makes you just like question reality (laughs) you're like no way like they they must have made this change like there's no way when i was a kid he had a silver leg and i and like i would literally go back and look at like the old copy like the original copies of the movies and stuff and it's like nope he always did like it was always that way according to our universe our reality yeah so what happened is you know the flashpoint and then we just all have some like vague memory of the previous (laughs) timeline (laughs) exactly and it's Um, like oh man another star wars one that always tricks me up is um darth vader saying luke i am your father which he never says oh yeah what is it what is it that he says Mm mm-hmm no, goes I'm no i am your father yeah he yeah just the no the no luke part of it but like but yeah that's another one like and, and i guess it's because it's made apparent in the movie that he's mm-hmm. just addressing luke and so i think when people go back to try and remember it and like quote it to people well that's where and i think from, I some guess, of it too but... is that um people have found i, I think i think it's a a very good example of telephone like the game telephone Mm -hmm. and what i mean is is like when you know we we, we had talked about this once before about having an actual episode on just the mandela effect you know and just you know whatever um i was looking up some of these and you know, uh, we had an episode a few a few episodes ago where uh, one of Evan's games was what uh, universes would you want to live in or, or something like that. And Evan's response was, uh, I love Lucy because he loves that, uh, like that whole thing. Um, and I saw right, a yeah. thing that said that Ricky Ricardo never said, and I quote, Lucy, you have some splaining to do. 
Yeah, he says like Lucy Splane. Yeah, like, like he that. says other things that are very similar, similar to that. Um, but he never actually says that specific line. And so I think what has happened is people take that specific because he said things like that a lot and you know lucy was always in trouble and she had to explain herself to her husband because she was always in Uh you know awkward positions or you know whatever and people have taken that and they've used that in other contexts of their own lives and people having had not recently watched the show you know the longer the way from the show they get their their memories kind of fade in general and so the parts they remember they mesh together from the parts that other people have said and so as it gets quoted more and more it changes to a point where it sounds better than than what it was than the original so it sounds more clear it's more concise you know luke i am your father that's obvious what you know it's not just I'm your father and it's like some creepy dude hitting on some other dude or a girl or, you know, it's not like something <laughs> right. creepy that you'd say to someone. It's, oh, I'm talking about, you know, this particular instance and how you felt when you you know witnessed that or, you know, that specific thing. And, you know, when you say, you know, Lucy, you got some splaining to do, you know, you're basically saying this is really funny. I found you in a really interesting spot. And you really need to explain this. And it's not like, hey, explain now. You're like, you're not in trouble, right? Like there's a specific, you know, emotion, like emotional response to that particular phrase that we have constructed from, you know, generations of memories. Well, and sometimes things like that kind of are self-perpetuating. Like I feel like maybe even if that was never said on the original show, like with the, especially with that Lucy, you've got some slain in to do. I feel like I heard somebody in a skit show mm-hmm. that they were doing like an, I love Lucy skit and they used it there. Mm-hmm. And so now that gets maybe. stuck in my memory from something mm-hmm. that's riffing on. I, f- I, I love think Lucy. on that particular one, I want to say I looked it up. I might be thinking of something different, another Mandela effect example. But I think they said the Lucy you got some explaining to do traced back to an SNL skit, and SNL is okay. popular yeah. enough that it can. Yeah, yeah they can that's what I. Track. That's literally why I said that is because I kind of felt like it was an SNL skit that I heard that on. So, so that I think that's what's the kind of thing that might be happening with a lot of these. And and there's a similar line like I was just thinking of where. Like I saw one that was talking about like Hannibal Lecter um, mm. meeting yeah. Clarice for the first time in Silence of the Lambs, and I could have sworn that he said like "Hello, Clarice," or yeah. like you know, like "Hello" was in there somewhere. But apparently, according to this website, he never says "Hello, yeah, Clarice," th- which just blows I my mind. I saw that too, and now I'm going to watch Silence of the Lambs when we're done. Um, just to make sure. <laughs> I, I know, so, right? That's what it so makes can you I to drop do. some science in here because this is kind of like straying into an area I got yeah. my degree no. in. <laughs> um, what do you think oh, this nice. is? A nerdy podcast where we talk about <laughs> Why would you think there's no room for science in. You guys are all nerds. In the next episode, <laughs> Nick and I are going to talk about drug impairment. Um, uh, wait, <laughs> what? What the fuck? Why wouldn't you let me what? talk about that? <laughs> because you're in 
You You're can talk about rocks with me, now. Brandon. Tell me, what do I do for a living? Pharmaceutical R&D stuff, right? Uh, now? Yeah, that's what I mean. You've <laughs> That's so much in your history. You can't talk about that anymore. That was... That was less than five years ago when Nick and I worked together doing the exact same thing that, well, he's not doing that now, but he, he got promoted from what he was doing, yeah. but we were it's, both there. It's so long ago. I mean, oh, <laughs> oh my man. God. <laughs> you know, we became now friends so long ago. I don't even think we're friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to talk about making cabinets instead of rocks? <laughs> Yeah, now when people call up and like, do does any of this long list of prescriptions explain <laughs> the cocaine positive? And I just get to go, no, none of those are related <laughs> at all. Uh, uh, Tyler, I would actually like to listen to you uh, talk about how you used to make rocks. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you about how I got my rocks <laughs> off. Uh... Anyway, Evan, hit, hit us with that science. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so well, brief brief tangent i did watch uh crime of the century on hbo about the opioid epidemic and how it all Ooh. started and it sent me down a rabbit hole about so i've watched pretty much everything about drugs i can find on like netflix and stuff so someone is probably watching my search history now like he might be trying to break have that. you watched how to like, fix a drug scandal <laughs> Yes, and I was so angry mm -hmm. when it was over. I, yeah, no, we, I have strong feelings. We should. We. I'm. I'm trying to figure out a way to do like a video games and true crime episode, so we can squeeze that in there somewhere. There was a true crimes video game. Yeah, I know. No, I mean like. I mean like actual a... crime, not. Yeah. LA, LA Noir. True crime. What's LA it was Noir? The PS2 era. No, that was later. So there's some. It had some uh, rapper that's no longer relevant. Oh, so right. All of them. And there goes the rest of our rap. <laughs> now, loving we're, now we're going to be harassed by listeners. Okay, but anyway, no, tangent, or not tangent, but science stuff. So the Mandela effect is kind of related to the phenomenon of false memories, which is basically like, you know, we think our memory for the most part is reliable. It's a, it's a, you know, a solid reference, but in actuality, your memory is very, you know, squishy, wibbly wobbly, subject to edits afterward. Um, and I'm dusting all this knowledge off because I haven't had to use it in a while, but I think I'm on. Well, the right I'm uh, um, fact checking you as you speak, so. Cool. So basically, how your memory works, at least if I'm remembering this correctly, is you don't necessarily remember an event from start to finish a hundred percent. What your brain does is it kind of creates a roadmap and it remembers the big stuff. And then every time you go back to that memory, you just kind of follow that same path. But as you age or as you know, you learn new things or, you know, just as time passes, that roadmap of that memory might change a little bit. Like you might forget something along the way so that, you know, instead of making a left turn here, you just keep going straight. Um, so yeah, your memory is really, it's, it's a squishy boy. It, it, it can change over time. <laughs> um, so, and you know, there's this whole thing about like, um, you know, people have like accused relatives and loved ones of like these serious crimes 
because someone, you know, along the way said, oh, this happened to you. Maybe it's because, you know, in your past, someone did X, Y, and Z to you. And then they go to someone to help them, like, recover this memory. And instead of, you know, recovering a memory, what they actually did is that they actually, you know, created a false memory to make sense of something that had a completely different explanation. Um, So, yeah, it's... And then, of course, you know, that spawns into this larger concept of the Mandela effect, where we all mass remember something incorrectly, because for most of human history, how we communicate has been orally. Yeah. Uh, like most you know, language, like spoken language, predates the written word by God knows how long. And our brains are actually programmed to validate things that we hear as more believable right. than things that we read. So like if so like if, you know if Nick tells me something that's completely untrue, but Jared you know sends me an email with that exa- about that exact same subject, but with corrected facts, because Nick f- fake news physically told me, I'm yeah. going to I'm going my brain's going to trust him more, and I'm going to have Jared's probably going to work a little bit harder to invalidate that. Yeah, I mean, I believe that a hundred percent because I've totally caught myself doing that before. <laughs> well, like, let me just send you an email telling you that it's wrong. Uh, yeah, well, see now that's yeah. I, <laughs> damn it, don't mess with me like that, Brandon. But no, see, I mean, exactly. Like I've caught myself doing that. Where like I will, I so I did it with the, the gum chewing thing. Where like I even know that that's false. But like what gum chewing? The, the, if you like swallow gum or whatever, it stays in your, oh, your yeah. system for like seven years or whatever. And I caught myself telling somebody that, and I was like, "No, wait, that's mm-hmm. bullshit. I know that's bullshit. Like that's not true." But and I was literally just repeating it because that was like buried yeah, in my some, brain. Like somebody, I was like, "What about the Magic School Bus episode?" Where you got to think about the Magic School Bus episode when Arnold swallows his gum. <laughs> And they go inside him to blah blah blah, and uh, what's that? I thought they um, went inside Ralphie, not Arnold. They went inside Arnold's stomach. Well, twice. I'll send you an email uh, clarifying which one it was. Uh, when this it is was awesome. so they went they, they went inside Ralphie when he was sick. They went inside Arnold to figure out how digestion worked and. Why Brandon, he turned orange? I hate to break it to you, but cartoons um, are not real. What? <laughs> hey, shut up! So they go inside him, and uh, they they're following the the um, gum that he swallowed, and his girlfriend. Um, what is her name? Miss Frizzle, uh, the Asian girl. You want you watch oh Magic School more than any of us? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyways, Wait, so no, the Asian we have girl to look her up. basically uses the Asian it up. girl. <laughs> Wanda. What is her name? Why can't I, I think of Wanda? God damn it. Wanda. Wanda. My, my wife is going to kill me because I literally listen. Anyways, so Wanda basically, I mean, doesn't basically, she she uses his gum to swan dive basically tickle the inside of his <laughs> anus and then come back this is a kids show so so yeah so so uh she gets to the very edge of the it's a small intestine it's the large intestine and then the small intestine backwards. right small first or is it yeah. back backwards the small backwards. and then large yeah, small yeah, yeah. so she's at the, bare, the the last turn right before you know your sphincter 
<laughs> and basically, if she falls, she's coming out oh, the toilet. <laughs> and but the gum is stuck there on the edge, oh, and gosh. she she falls down, you know, down the hole, literally. But she uses the gum to to bungee jump herself back up. They catch her, and then they. You know they're all they're all shit infested, oh, and they decide Jesus. to go backwards through his uh, uh, large intestine, then small intestine, back into his stomach. They're all shit infested. They go back into his stomach, and then out out through his. They get burped out of his mouth. So he literally burps out a fart. I and, I don't I, if this is the if the Mandela effect requires okay. that I remember this I don't want any part of it. So the, <laughs> this is two episodes before they get uh, came on by. Uh, <laughs> we clearly remember this show very they differently. Get, they no, get, they, they, they end get, up in, in fish eggs and then salmon. They they get okay. they 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 get laid. They uh, laid. <laughs> uh, they, be- they become this eggs. Got some spleen in the day. <laughs> they become they be they become eggs, and uh, they get they get laid by the uh, bus. Right, so they're on the sea floor, and then male salmon come along and just spray sperm all over their faces, and then dr- swim away. Hmm. It's a kids show, and they all get so come show. Anyway, so um, oh, on another note. Does anybody remember a cornucopia <laughs> being behind the yes, Fruit of the Loom yes. logo? Because that yes, one no. definitely got me. Like I, I just was so sure that that was the logo for Fruit it, of the Loom. And and the thing is, is I think that you know that's just like logos and things are something we pay attention to, mm-hmm. but we're so like used to seeing just you know advertisements and these sorts of things all over the place we're so like you know um uh inundated what's what's what word am i thinking of Uh, when desensitized thank you we're so desensitized to just ads being blasted everywhere Mm -hmm. advertisement here advertisement there commercial here whatever that when we see it we don't really pay perfect attention to it right, right? you know i mean we, we we see it we pay attention to it we recognize it's there but we don't just like take it in for all it's worth so when we go personally i think with the cornucopia looks better it's more pleasing. Yeah. I, I, yeah that's that's the one that gets me with that one too and so i think that in that particular instance we see what you know we tend to to gravitate toward the option if we were like which one is it is it the one with or without the cornucopia mm. I would lean toward the cornucopia because it looks better. Right. We, we There's some sort of, like, because we obviously, as humans, we do have some sort of innate sense of pleasing, like, design ratios and things mm-hmm. like that. And so if you have a logo that taps into that more, like, oh, yeah, like, that, that makes it more balanced. Like, of course it's that design. Like, yeah, I can, I think that's true. I think we try and weight things like that. So, yeah, there's kind of a, a wide gamut with the Mandel effect. You've got the ones that are just kind of like word replacements. Like another one that got me was like, I remember the, the Anne Rice book being called Interview with a Vampire rather than Interview with the Vampire. Oh, it's Interview with the? Uh, which, yeah, it's Interview with book? the Vampire. Wow. 
Yeah. And, and. That's a movie? Uh, but. <laughs> yes, Jared, and you it's the, not a. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have I read it? No. Have I seen it? No. But I do remember seeing the cover in a bookstore one time, and I could have sworn it was Interview with a Vampire. I and I think it's because the structure, it, it almost, it just makes more sense. Like, you know, like folklore, like our <laughs> understanding of vampires is that it's vampires plural. And so it makes more sense to have a title interview with a vampire rather than interview with the vampire, as in making it singular, almost like your brain thinking, oh, there's only one vampire, when, you know, other popular media and culture would suggest that that's not the case. So I think that's my explanation for that one, like what's going on there. So here's one more up my alley. Yeah, I don't know. Does the Monopoly man wear a monocle? Ugh, no. But he looks better with it! So here's Mm -hmm. my explanation for that one. I think what's going on is we're combining the Mm -hmm. planter's peanut guy with the Monopoly guy. Because it... Like that, I, I think that's what's happening. What are you saying, Tyler? Like, you know, you think all people who top, wear top, top hats look hat, the like, same? <laughs> I, all nuts look the same? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> top hats, all old top nuts. hats are all ages um, of bourgeoisie, so... <laughs> <laughs> Did Curious George have a tail? Which, that no. one always bugs me. He's supposed to be a monkey. He doesn't have a no. T- no tail. He's a chimp, isn't I he? he was just a monkey. I thought I, he, was a he doesn't chimp. look like a chimp. I, see, I was thinking. Yeah, I think that's and that therein lies the issue. Like that one's just kind of nonsensical. Mm-hmm. He's like he looks like a monkey, but I think yeah, he's supposed to be a chimp, and he does not have a tail. Okay, so I found a list of 40. Uh, if they're not good, I'll skip them. Uh, we're going to have like a, a rapid round. Um, sex in the city or sex and, and the city? And. Yeah, that was and. Mm-hmm. I see. I never I never thought that it was sex in. Yeah, I didn't. I guess I never did. Either. You say it fast. It sounds like sex in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you spell Febreze? Ooh, I- F- so I have this list up now, and I, this is the one I've been going through. And yeah, that, that one got me it's too. Supposed to I be R E Z E, right? Yeah, but it makes more sense yeah, to be I, like I, a breeze, like a so breeze. Yeah, most most Mandela effects are homophones. Okay, so I guess this was okay. Sketchers, T or no T? No T. No T. And that one I knew just because, like, that's that's a brand. Like, I really like Sketchers shoes, or at least had a period of my life where, like, that was my favorite fit. And so I bought a ton of Sketchers. So that one was burned into my brain with no T. Um, fruit Loops. How do you spell the word fruit? F R O O T. Yeah, it's got the 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 cereal as the the letters. That's the only way I remember it too. That one I just didn't remember either way. But because, yeah, I would, uh, I would have guessed, I guess the double. Folks. Kellogg's can't legally call it fruit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, um, yeah. Fruit. No fruit. Yeah. Is Kit Kat hyphenated? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't if eaten Kit Kat in a minute. But it's not. So. They're missing out by not putting the Kit Kat as the hyphen on the logo. 
Yeah, like, you know how much money they could save every year by taking out that amount of chocolate that is the hyphen in on each bar. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, yeah. It is. It is not. There is no hyphen. Right. I, I that one just I wouldn't have I I honestly I probably would have guessed that there was a hyphen, but it doesn't surprise me that there's not. So, so. that is actually the reason Kit Kat bars have the word Kit Kat on each bar. They did used to do that, but it saves money every year by removing that amount of chocolate. That's Brandon, I just like to let you know that <laughs> I am biting my tongue wanting to tangent on every single one of these you're talking about. But last week was the tangent episode, so <laughs> that's that's right. commendable, um, sir. How do you spell cheese? It's I just had a bunch of these this week. Um, Is it double e z dash i t s? No, I don't think it says. I think it's a Is it a z on the its too? No, it's cheese it. Yeah. There is no Z. And, and this one. Does the cheese have a Z? I, yes. Okay. Yeah, C-H-E-Z yeah. hyphen I-T. So it is a it's cheese. just yeah, cheese it. The, 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 you want a cheese it, but you get cheese its. And, and that's why I think you invent <laughs> Z. Right. And it's because you you so often think of pluralizing it, and you're like, well, the, the cheese is spelled with a Z, so if it's plural, multiple cheese it crackers, it must what be cheese. This is telling me is that Z, we're like... better product designers than the actual people who make these products. Um, double stuff Oreos. Uh, one F. Okay, it's one F. Yeah, that I never I never yeah. cared to look. Enough to really feel like <laughs> exactly, yeah. I just pulled <laughs> open the package and started eating. No, no, no. How many T's in the Flintstones? Flintstones. I think it's. Is it? Is it should it just be two. We don't, but we don't pronounce the other T. Yeah, it is technically Flintstones. Okay. See, and that one makes sense to me because I'm like, Flynn is not a type of oh, rock. So. Get out of your Flint. Yeah. What color? What? Flint makes sense. What uh, major color on the, like, you know, red, blue, yellow, that kind of thing is chartreuse? What's it closely, most closely represent? What color? It's, it's a green, Pink? isn't it? It is green. Interesting. What? Yeah. It's like yeah. a yellowish green. Kind of but grassy. magenta pink is is the color that a lot of people seem to think chartreuse mm-hmm. is. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I find it interesting that Jerry. Are you on, are you on the yeah, same list as me, Tyler? I am. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Though, funny, funny story relating to color. If I ask my Alexa to make my lights purple versus if I ask Siri, I get drastically different colors. Huh. Hmm. Um, I want huh. to. Siri, Siri prefers. I'm, I'm going to compile a list of all the things that you can do with Alexa, and I might just rewire her so that she's in here. For we're going to have an Alexa episode for all the people that have one that don't <laughs> know what to do with her. Jesus. <laughs> um, mine. Mine the other day told me I can make her speak like Samuel Jackson. I'm going to do it. So I looked into that. You have to pay money, I'm pretty sure. Um, And and I've heard it's a disappointingly (laughs) small number of things that it can actually say is Samuel L., but I still want it. Boo. Boo. 
Okay, anyway. Uh, life is like a box of chocolates. Apparently, he said life was like a box of chocolates. Uh, I don't know that that really makes it yeah. make sense. I don't feel like life well, was like. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me as to why it's that because would be it. The, the full quote is, Mama always said life was like a oh. box of chocolates. Yeah. Yeah, you need the full kind. It's kind of like the, the Luke, I'm your father. Yeah. You need the full Jedi. Um, I love him, Jedi. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall was never said. It was magic nope, mirror on magic. the wall. Oh, gosh. That oh. one's yep. blowing my mind right now. I could have. Oh, I don't like that. And yeah. that's thought, one of the ones that's been repeated so this much. Yeah. One, this one I have never heard of. Uh, Gandalf telling them to run, you fools. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Just, yeah. I, I clearly I, know that it was fly you fools. So same. I'm gonna skip that, that one. Yeah, I was like, that's that didn't seem like a good one to me because I was like, yeah, it, it just sounds better as yeah. fly you fools. Like, yeah. And now I've seen people spin this off into like this is the Lord of the Rings fandom's big defense against why they don't just take the eagles. They say, oh, Gandalf told them to take the oh eagles, my and he said God. fly you fools, and they just misunderstood it. And I don't buy that at all. Tolkien just fucked up and made a plot hole and just uh, never fixed it. And then his fans have tried to say, oh, the Eagles are a sovereign nation and they can't cross into Mordor, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Tolkien made a plot hole. He's not Im- He's not invincible. Yeah, and I don't even think like uh, now I've got to go off on this tangent because that's interesting to me. But yeah, I that is a very that's a fun theory. I love the idea of him literally being like, "No, you fucking idiots, go get the eagles and fly to Mordor." (laughs) I love that, but I know that's I. First of all, I don't even know for sure if that quote is in the book, off the top of my head, or if it's just in the movie. But either way, yeah, like Tolkien. I'm pretty sure is on record as having said that like, yeah, the Eagles are designed as a purely narrative device. Like they're a deus ex machina. They're not supposed to be, you know, it's not like a major recurring plot thing. That's like, it's not supposed to be this nation that they, I, I, yeah, like they're very symbolic is what I'm trying to say. Well, he does also talk about them in the Hobbit. They, they basically help out Gandalf because they owe Gandalf a favor for being a on like a similar tier of, of being as angels. Right. So they're because he is a favored being among the gods. They're like, all right, we listen to Gandalf because he's more powerful than we are. We don't care about the rest of you. Um, Tyler, I skipped the rest of the, the a bunch of them because they weren't any good. So I'm at 31 now. Uh, okay. Smokey the Bear is actually Smokey Bear. Wait, really? Apparently, that's kind of like that. so. This might, you know, put a GPS location on where most of us are at, but it's <laughs> Willy Wildcat, not Willy the Wildcat. Like it's his name. The mascot oh. for K-State. I, I guess I knew that more. Than, yeah. It's terrible, but that's what it is. <laughs> See, yes. I, honestly, Willy Wildcat bothers me way less because of the alliteration, I think, than just Smokey Bear. Like, Smokey mm-hmm. Bear, I'm like, it, it should be Smokey the Bear in my mind. Um, 
So is Shamu's last name Whale? <laughs> Mr. Whale is ready for his close-up. So this is probably the one that still bothers me. The only one that I've seen on this list so far, or on, the, the, this is the single Mandela effect that I think that I have a very vivid memory of. And no matter what anyone says, I don't believe it. Um, in 1989, there were a bunch of uh, protests in um, the Tiananmen Square in, I think, what, China? Wasn't it China? And yeah, they had oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, a line of tanks that were driving down the middle of the road. And a gentleman steps out in front of one of them carrying what looks like, you know, groceries. Like he was just walking home from some store with his groceries and decided, you know what? I don't like these tanks here anymore and I'm going to do something about it. So he steps out in front of him and the tank stops, you know, and it tries to maneuver and move around him. And the guy moves over to get in front of the tank. And then the tank stops and maneuvers again and tries to go around him. And the guy steps in front of it again. And so this keeps happening until finally the tank just says, all right, I'm running you over. I have to keep going and and runs him over and kills him. I have a vivid memory of seeing like parts like. Like him getting run over and Mm -hmm. like not like like gorily like you don't see the rest of that part like they cut it out or you know they censor it or whatever you know because it's right mm. but apparently he walks away yep. yeah and I, he was never seen again <laughs> the the only reason i know that he walks away is because that clip is included in the lincoln park video for what i've done huh. I believe is huh. that's interesting i'd kind of forgotten about that but yeah i yeah I, I was with you on this too brandon i i thought that that was part of the reason that that particular historical moment was so, you know supposedly so powerful is because it's literally like they just run him over and kill him mm-hmm. and I don't know where that idea came from, but yeah, that's what I always thought had happened in that event. I I wonder with that moment, if it's not, if it's kind of not like a trick, like how, you know, old horror movies used to do when they couldn't show gore. So they would just show a knife coming at somebody and then would immediately just jump to a Mm -hmm. reaction shot. So if they, if they show that footage, they show the tank moving, but then they just cut away, your brain fills in that gap and thinks, Oh, well he got run over. That's Uh, what happened. Yeah. I think that's that is probably totally right evan because like or or even just yeah like i've seen so often they show him standing in front of it they show the tanks coming and then yeah they just cut there they don't show him walking away so you're like oh well you Mm -hmm. know it's not like the tank bent around the guy so he's got to be dead so i think that's (laughs) yeah that's probably totally spot on um Space Shutter Challenge explosion. Now, okay, so th- apparently this article says a lot of people thought it, it happened in 1984 or 1985. It actually happened in 1986. Which one happened in, the, in like 2000 or something? The Challenger? Uh, Discovery? Discovery. Oh, yeah, yeah that must be the... Okay, so there was another yeah. one. Okay. Because I was yes. like, there, has, there was one during my lifetime. Because I remember that right. like a teacher yeah. was yeah. going to go teach uh, her kids from space. Like, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's exactly what I did when I got to that one on the list, Brandon. I was like, wait, it was that long ago was my first thought, like either way. And then I was like, okay. I mean, to me, that seems like such a minor, like 84, 85, 86. I mean, I guess if you lived through it, it might seem like a more memorable well, if the, period, the, the Panera Bread has taught me anything, time means nothing anymore. <laughs> I, I'm curious the story behind Panera Bread specifically. I mean, I agree with you, but... The what's Panera the Bread, the Panasonic, you know, whatever. <laughs> Wait, what? Now I'm, I'm so confused. I think, you, I think he was actually talking about the, the rest No, I mean the pandemic. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, it was no, it was Columbia that blew up in two thousand three. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Uh, I think Discovery is just like one of the okay, more famous okay. ones. That's why it jumps to mind. Uh, and then the last one on the list is: uh, if you've ever been to Magic Kingdom, do you recall where the the castle is? It's down Main Street. Uh, yeah, it's down Main Street. But I guess people think that it's at the, like the front, like it's at oh, the no. entrance. Like you no. you walk in through it apparently to uh, go nope. to the park. Uh, and no, I, I, no, that, I've only been there normal. once, but I knew that. Oh no, it's like a whole attraction. It's like in the center of the park. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the park's it's designed so you can see the castle from yep. everywhere. Yeah, including at the wedding chapel, where like the lake, the, the, the looks out mm-hmm. over the lake, and then in the distance you see the Magic Kingdom or the the, the the castle. I know this because some guy on TikTok broke in there and then got banned from Disney for. He was in there. he worked at Disney. Or he used to. Yeah, and he got <laughs> fired. <laughs> for that and for drinking all the water out of the Yeah, he, was, he went around to like all the places in the park where like you're not supposed to drink water and like did a taste test of all the water. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of ten. Tastes like, tastes like metal. <laughs> so yeah, moral of the story. You don't know what you think you know. Oh, also, if we're going to circle back, it is soft G for Jeff. Lies, um, fairy tales. It is not because how the English language GIF, works. Jif, 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 E, GIF, I, GIF, and GIF, Y GIF. is soft G. The others are hard G. No. Jif, 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 Jif. That is that is the rules of the language. The English language makes no sense, and somehow we speak it. Um, what about the word <laughs> gift? The different word, different rules. Yeah, G I F T, gift or gift, gif. No, it is gif. It's still gif. You can find exceptions because it is English. Yeah, so why? So gif is the exception. Gigahertz. It's not the exception. <laughs> yeah, we all know that is actually a j- so gigawatt. Uh, I'll take yeah. it. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> did we talk about gigab- that on the it's, podcast? Incidentally, hey, I have to. Hey, hey uh, I have an announcement no, to make um, to all of our fans. Hey, so if you go right this second to Jared, what are the um, what are the socials? Facebook Small Constellation <laughs> Podcast, Twitter at SmallConPod. YouTube, Small Constellation Gaming. If you go there right now to all of those and subscribe, like, comment, whatever you want to do, go to all of them and do something on them, we are going to have a giveaway. <laughs> oh. yeah, We're going to go, give you Jiftware. You can go, you can go 
Gist and draft. Yeah, you can go both ways on the Okay, a lot of so it's going to be gift for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I will not have and any of your gimmicks. Jeff, you can say it either way. Engl- the English language has like five parents and then American so you know, came uh, in and made it different and now the English and now the internet is telling it what to do. It doesn't make sense. Well, this specifically is due to a a shift in Latin uh, in the uh, early Middle Ages, but that's beyond the scope of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you can Joe fuck <laughs> yourself. Like, <laughs> that sounds like colonizer bullshit. Th- you know, this podcast has really made me jiggly. <laughs> That works. <laughs> that works either <laughs> way. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> All right. Um, reach out to the us, and we, we don't actually have any giveaways. I was being silly. Uh, just for, for legal reasons, I have to explain that that was a, a goke. <laughs> so, like, uh, the I before E rule has more exceptions than it has words that follow it. That and, and that I have known, and it's always bothered me. Like I hate that. Like why is the rule? Yeah, oh my god, that drives me crazy. Someone invented that for a spelling test. Doesn't and it work. Just became yeah. a thing, and it doesn't work for most right. of the. I words. before e, except after c, or when sounding like a, as in neighbor and way on weekends and, and holidays and all throughout May, May and, and you'll, you'll always be wrong, wrong no matter what you say. Yep. You're the cute. Do what? You're so proud of yourselves. <laughs> Do you want a medal? Um. Yes. Can I have a gift, please? <laughs> you mean a jold? A jold. Jold medal. medal. <laughs> 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 um. All right. Uh. Yeah. Reach out to us on socials. Tell us what your favorite uh Mandela effects are. Uh. And maybe we'll. I don't know. Give you a cookie do you have or something. A, do you have a an outro segment? No. What do you think this is? My podcast that I'm supposed to have come prepared with? <laughs> oh, I have a I have a joke to leave us. Yeah, but you have a goke. I have a goke. <laughs> okay. What do the movies, The Titanic and The Sixth Sense, have in common? They're dead the whole time. Oh wait. You're by the end. By the end, there are a lot of I see dead people. (laughs) 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 You should feel bad, but I like it. (laughs) All right. um, Well, on that note, uh, good night, everybody.